Welcome back to our podcast, Stronger Together. Today I wanted to talk about why we stay. What I say might not be everybody's story, but it's mine. Why did I stay? Was I stupid? No. I just honestly felt that I could change him. I felt that it would get back to what it was in the beginning when he was courting me and everything was great and he spoiled me and bought me things and treated me wonderful. After the first time he laid hands on me, I thought it's not going to happen again. It was just this one time. He really is sorry. He apologized. Only to come to find out that those same hands would almost cause my death and did cause the death of my two children. It's not something that I'm okay with. It's not something that I feel good about. It hurts. Here we are 15 years later and it hurts just like the first day. I think a lot of us stay because we don't know any better. We don't We believe them when they say they're sorry and it's not going to happen again. And the honeymoon phase of things being great and them treating us wonderful for a week, a month, three months, you know, a few days, whatever it is that that honeymoon stage lasts for you, you honestly believe it and it overtakes all that bad because you feel good. I know I stayed because... At that moment, I I didn't have the finances to do it on my own. He was the sole provider, of course, because he didn't want me to work. He didn't want me out there. He didn't want me going to school or learning a new trade or growing in any way for myself. And I believed it was because he loved me. I was excited, remember, telling him that I was going to go back to school to finish up my medical assistant and my medical billing And he said, you don't need to do that. I make enough money to support both of us and the kids. And I thought, well, I get to be home with my kids, take them to school and do all the fun stuff with them. Why not? He knew that my grandparents were a big deal to me and... um, His comparison would always be, you could be like your grandma and just stay home and cook and be with the kids. And that meant a lot to me because I idolized her being able to stay home. And it would always feel right when I would pick the kids up from school and they'd be excited to see me. And we'd go to the park or go have ice cream or go do something fun. I think that a lot of it also has to do with An abuser is so manipulative. Makes you honestly believe that you're stupid. You won't get anybody better. You can't do this on your own. Makes you believe that the reason they hit you is because you fucked up. It's your fault. It's not theirs. I don't know how many times I heard, well, if you would have just done this, Well, if you would have done it this way. Well, if you would have went there. I'm glad that I finally said, well, I'm walking away. I'm done. I'm tired of being someone's rag doll. I also think that 
a lot of times we stay for our kids. Now for me personally, my kids were not his kids. However, I felt stuck. I felt comfortable. I felt like we had already established something there and I didn't want to just uproot my kids and go on my own. I didn't think I could do it on my own. I had never been alone. I think a lot of times we tell ourselves we can't do it. We need them. I think their controlling ways and their manipulation sets in and you just, you start questioning yourself and every move and if you can move forward without them, you start to believe all that they've filled your head with. So it's just easier to stay. I think I think a lot of times we stay out of comfort, out of fear, just out of the unknown. You know, no one likes to feel that lost feeling or starting over or honestly starting to believe all the bad that they've put in your head. Leaving's scary. However, leaving is the best thing that you will ever do.